Good morning. Welcome to Christ the Cornerstone Church. Can we stand together this morning and give the Lord praise? Praise for all He's done. Because there is joy in the house of the Lord. Amen? I was glad when they said, let's go to the house of the Lord. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea. My God, He holds the victory. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your
Lord a shout of praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Hallelujah. That is so true. Do you feel the joy in the house of the Lord today, brothers and sisters? Amen. Amen. Let me ask you again. Do you feel the joy of the Lord in the house today? Amen. Amen. Because the Lord is in the house. And his word says that in his presence is fullness of joy, joy. Turn around and tell somebody, there's joy in the house of the Lord today. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. Praise God. And we need to act like it, not just today, but the rest of our lives. No matter where we go, what we're going through. We got the Lord in us. We got the joy in us. So from now on, when I see you, I want to see little joy bubbles just coming out of you, okay? Because you got the Lord in you. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Reverend. Let's go before the Lord, brothers and sisters, and read his holy word. We're going to uh, to chapter 7 of Romans. You talk about good news, reason to be joyful. Here it is. Let's see what the Apostle Paul has to tell us. He says, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Jesus Christ, that you should be married to another, even to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit, even unto death. But now we are delivered from the law. Hallelujah. What beautiful words. We are delivered from the law that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. You know, the Bible tells us that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Amen. Old things have passed away. Amen. And how many things are new? All things are new. Praise God. You all know the scriptures. Praise God. Let's go before the Lord in prayer, my brothers and sisters. Thank God for that sweet hour of prayer that he gives to us. And it's any time we get on our knees, any time we lift up holy hands to the Lord, we are in that hour of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, our almighty, most wonderful God, creator of the universe, and all that is therein. We just want to say thank you. Thank you, God, for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Not just the wonderful weather, dear God. It sure is nice. But, Lord, we just thank you for a myriad of blessings, too many for us to count. As the poet said, if we had a thousand tongues, we could not begin to thank you for your loving kindness nor your tender mercy. So we just say thank you, dear God, from the very depths of our heart. Lord, we thank you for bringing us all here together. Those who are on the Internet, thank God they're able to uh, tune us in. We're all together in spirit. And, Lord, we want to thank you that you have brought our special guest all the way from England here today and his precious wife, uh, Pastor Stephen and Debbie, that they'll be here to minister to us. It was just wonderful last night. I can't wait to hear what he has to say today. And uh, last night, uh, Linda gave a special shout-out to him, her her English comrades. <laughs> so it's just good to have uh, the English people in the house today. Lord, we want to just give you honor and glory. Not just with our words of our mouth, but in every thought and deed also. Let our thoughts and deeds line up with the words of our mouth. 
that they'd be acceptable in thy sight, dear God. For, Lord, we realize you are our strength. You are our redeemer. We want to please you, dear God. That is our duty. We want to worship you. We want to praise you. We want to lift your name on high. Help us through the Holy Spirit to do that. We thank you, dear God, that we have the Holy Ghost and that we can do all things through him who strengthens us. Bless this uh, service today. Bless the messenger. As we said, it came a long way to give us what thus saith the Lord. Open our hearts, dear Lord, to hear what he has to say and then apply it to our daily lives. Not just to walk out here the same as we walked in, but to walk out changed by the magnificent power of the word of God. Lord, I ask that you bless everyone who's here, everyone over on the internet. You know their needs. You know our hearts. We ask, dear God, that you will bless us and give us what we need. You said, I'll even give you your desires as they line up with my word and my will for your lives. We thank you for that, dear God. Lord, we ask in Jesus' name that you'll continue to watch over us, keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. It's a dangerous world out there today, Lord. All types of things are threatening us. But greater is he that is in us, amen, than anything that is in this world. For that we thank you. And we pray unto you and you alone, dear God. For in God we trust. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. You may be seated, brothers and sisters. God bless you. Hey, everyone. My name is Lynn. Welcome to CTC, and thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. We have a lot going on at our campuses, so we want us to take a few minutes and let you know about some of those. Our men's ministry has begun to meet again, and now our women's ministry gatherings are restarting. On Sunday, October 16th at 1 p.m. at La Casa Pasta, we're inviting all women to get together to build relationships across generations and encourage one another. We do ask that you reserve your spot by contacting Gwen Harris Montague at gmontague at ctcde.church. During the message last week, Pastor Roger made a fire on stage in a small can known as Survival Stove. Our homeless ministry based at the Ellesmere campus is collecting supplies to make these stoves available to those in need in the community. It consists of a tin can, roll of toilet paper, rubbing alcohol, and matches. These items can be dropped off at either campus during office hours or service times. Angel Tree is a ministry of prison fellowship that helps distribute Christmas gifts to children who have parents that are incarcerated. It is a ministry our church has participated in for a number of years. As always, the tree will be set up in the mall at the Bear Campus in early November, and you can stop by and pick up one or more angels. Our near-term need is for people who are willing to make phone calls to caregivers to confirm details for the gifts. If you are able to help with this, send an email to lpoindexter at ctcde.church. Thanks for being here today. Our prayer is that you leave feeling encouraged and closer to God. Please let us know if there's anything you need while you're here. You can find more information about all the events happening at our church by going to ctcde.church. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram to stay up to date. Have a great week.
morning, everyone. It's nice to see all of you on this sunny day, but also kind of chilly day. Fall's not my favorite just because of the weather. And then also I like your fall-looking outfit, Pastor Roger. (laughs) So again, welcome, everyone. If you are new here and you're in person, again, welcome. So before you leave, once you leave the sanctuary and go to the left, you will see the Welcome Center where you will receive a free gift, be greeted by someone from our pastoral staff, and again, just have the chance to look around the Welcome Center. And for those of you online, you can click the New Here button at the top or what just popped up in the chat. And now Connect Card. So for everyone in person, whether you're at your seat or at your table, you will see a Connect Card, which we would love for you to fill out so we know that you are here today. And also you can write your prayer requests because we are always praying for you here. And same goes for those online. You have a Connect Card button at the top or the bubble that just popped up in the chat. Good. Thank you, Rebecca. And my welcome to all of you. Thank you for being here. Glad that you're with us online, uh, wherever you are. It's a great day to gather together. At Christ the Cornerstone, we do three things to encourage one another in our faith. The first thing is that we love. We love God. We love one another. And and we pray that God's love comes through us. And you here in the room and you out there uh, in whatever land are, are part of that in showing and sharing God's love to all people. Second thing we do, we do is serve. We love. We serve. God calls us all to do things, to use our gifts. He gives us abilities, and God calls us to use them for His sake, to help others, to encourage one another. And the third thing we do is engage. We engage one another in small groups, in prayer meetings, in in encouraging each other, in in, in visiting with one another, and asking, how are things going to you, with you? But we also engage the world again with the good message of Jesus Christ. Love, serve, serve and engage. It's what we do. It's how we do it. And we're glad to do that. And I just simply invite you to join us uh, in, in doing those things together. This morning, I want to, we're, we're going to hear our message this morning from Reverend Stephen Scholes, a missionary from England, uh, and he's also a missionary to England. And at Christ the Cornerstone, we encourage you to bring, to, to, to listen to God when it comes to giving uh, of yourselves, whether it's your time, your, your talents, your abilities, your resources, your gifts, whatever. Give them to God and ask God, what do you want me to do with these? And when it comes to the finances, we ask you to give, give it to the church, not because we, we, we want to have control over it, but because we are one body and we work together in these things. And then out of that pool, we, we, we share with others. And we have a number of organizations and other uh, missionaries and other people that we, uh, that we share with. And I want us to add Stephen and Debbie to that. So uh, we're going to make a commitment to help support Stephen and Debbie. And I'm holding one of these cards. There are some out on the tables out there. And, and in most churches, what they would do is they would ask you to take one of these cards and pray about it and ask, is God asking you individually to support Stephen and Debbie? I'm not asking you to do that. What I am asking you to do is ask God, God, is there an amount of money that you're going to provide to me in addition to what I already have committed to give to your church at Christ the Cornerstone? And that extra money that I'm asking you to give to me or provide through me each month, 
I'm going to give to Cornerstone, and then Cornerstone is going to use it to support Stephen and Debbie in their ministry to share the gospel to people in England. And then next week, when we come together, I'm going to ask you to write down that number. Now, I have a number in my head that I think we as a body can provide to Stephen and Debbie for the next year, each month. So I've got a monthly number in my head. But what I'm, what I'm going to see is if all of you, when we add up, the maybe God says, I'm going to give you an extra dollar a month so that you can give that extra dollar to Cornerstone so that your dollar will go to Stephen and Debbie. And then you're saying, oh, God, oh God, God $5 a month. I'm going to, what's going to, one, five, answer me right now. No. And so Rebecca's going to say, God, you're, I feel you telling me that I'm going to give an extra $10 to Christ the Cornerstone. So this person says $1. You say $10. Five. Ten. Oh, let's go 20. Okay. <laughs> so now we're up to $21. And then you'll add some. And, and so I have a number that I think we as a congregation can provide to them. But what I'm praying for is that after all of you decide how much you're going to give, that it far exceeds the number that I've got in my head, that we're going to give them anyway, regardless of, of unless the number that you come up with together is more than the number that I have in my head. That I, does that make, am I making any sense? Anybody with me? that's great so anyway that's the way I want us to do it as a congregation that we'll come together and we'll make a commitment to to help Stephen and Debbie and proclaim the gospel in in England which I think will be a great thing Uh, there's a scripture verse I want us to look at uh, as we're thinking about giving and this is a great verse for today because I've just asked you to do exactly this Uh, let's read this verse together You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Now, I made made you feel a little awkward by saying, how much are you going to give? Tell me right now. So, so don't give out of pressure. So you'll go home and you'll, you'll say, okay, how much am I supposed to get? Lord, tell me. Give me an answer to this. And, uh, and next week I'm going to have a little card and I'm going to ask, ask you who are here just to, to let, let us know. And we'll add all those up and uh, we'll, we'll commit that. Let's see what God can do through us. What a, what a wonderful thing uh, God is doing in our lives. The, you have the offering envelopes. You have the connect cards. Fill all those things out. Place them in the offering baskets uh, as, as you leave this morning. Let's stand now as we continue to worship God through music and we prepare our hearts to hear God speak to us uh, through Stephen uh, and in, uh, as we worship. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day. Thank you, Jesus giving yourself to us. Help us, God, now as we continue to worship you. Come, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Last week we started to learn a new song together. 
And it's about the name that is above every name. Scripture says about the name of Jesus that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. His name is power. His name is healing. And we worship him today because he's right here with us. Not just far off sitting on a throne. He's here with us today. Move among us, Jesus, we pray. The king is in the room. Come see the scars of love upon his hands. The king is in the room. We'll watch the darkness flee at his command. Who is this king? Who is this king? His name is.
Hallelujah. Light of the world. There's freedom in His name. There's freedom in His name. Many times before we come out to lead worship, we as a group backstage, we pray a very simple prayer. And that is that as the song goes forth, that the Holy Spirit would go forth in power to save and to heal and to set free. Those are the primary things that Jesus does for us. Now, Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Now, there's a period after that. And so we could stop right there, but then it goes on in the next verse to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. He saves, He heals, He sets free. His name is Jesus. Last week we sang a song that we've been working on for a while as a congregation, as a family, and that is, I speak Jesus. His name is power, His name is healing, His name is life. And when we speak the name of Jesus in our lives over our jobs and our workplaces and our families miraculous things begin to happen not because of us but because of him because his name is Jesus amen the battles that we face the battles that we face are nothing to him nothing to him because he fights for us we were reminded on Thursday night at our rehearsal our guests, uh, Stephen and Debbie Scholes, and Debbie was in rehearsal with us, and she felt the Holy Spirit leading her to come and share with us, remind us about the passage of Scripture in Second Chronicles 20, where there was a battle, and so God instructed Jehoshaphat to send out the band. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. And guess what? When it comes to worship in our own lives... We are not the only band. We are the band. Those of you watching us online, you're part of the band. You're part of the singers, the musicians, the instrumentalists that God wants to send out before the battle. Because the battle is not ours. The battle is His. So whatever it is you're fighting this morning, wherever it is you are, He is the champion of all time. There is no one greater than Him. There is no power greater than His. There is no name greater than His. There is no name, there is no victory greater than the one that He brings us. God, we worship You today.
sing that chorus again. You are my champion. Giants fall when you stand undefeated. Every battle you've won. I am who you say I am. Son and a daughter. Be with confidence I see anybody else but those words speak life I am seated in the heavenly place by the one who's conquered everything every battle that you're facing every trial every struggle he's got it he's got it he says sit with me he's got it there's great comfort and great joy knowing that I can sit with him in my crumbled state, in my messy state, in my state that I think is unacceptable. He says, come sit with me. Right here. Right with me. And I think that that's beautiful. And I think that's what I took from this song today. But I think I'm not the only one who took that from this song today because that is the word of the Lord for his people. It doesn't matter if you think you're worthy or not. He's made you worthy to sit, to sit in heavenly places with him. It doesn't matter if you think you're disqualified from the kingdom of God because whatever you've done or wherever you've been, You have not. Where you have been and what you have done does not disqualify you from entering into the kingdom of God. He's invited us all to come. He's invited us all. But God, I I don't deserve for you to fight my battles for me. Yes, you do. Because he's made you worthy. Because he's invited us. So wherever you are today, whatever you're struggling with, if you're here in the room or if you're watching us online or maybe you're not even watching this show on the same day that that we're that we're recording it but the holy spirit is speaking to you we are seated with him can you wrap your brain around that in heavenly places so god thank you for that invitation thank you for making us worthy to sit with you for inviting us to sit with you so God help us not to trample on that or take it lightly or take it for granted we are who you say we are not what the world says we are not what 
some TV show says we are, not what a newspaper says. We are who you say we are, sons and daughters of the King of Kings. So today, Lord, we pray that as we have already sensed the moving of your Holy Spirit today, that as we continue the service, that you would continue your anointing on Pastor Stephen as he comes to bring the word and, and on April and her team as they minister to our, our children. God, that your Holy Spirit might flow through this entire building, that everyone here might experience your life-changing love. God, we thank you for that. We give ourselves to you praise and adoration and honor for the glory of your name. It's in Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. talk about greater things. Jesus said, you will see and you will do greater things than these. So we're exploring in Scripture what it means to experience greater things. We've been singing about it. <laughs> We've been experiencing that, that greater thing. And I'm so glad to have uh, Stephen Scholes here uh, with us this morning. His wife is sitting down here and uh, he'll be with us today. Uh, and next weekend, also bringing the messages to us uh, on this same theme, Greater Things. And uh, also this week, they'll be going to small groups. They're available to talk with you. If you want to have a conversation with them, please let me know. Uh, we can do that. We've got some, some lunch times available that if you'd like to host them for, for lunch, uh, I would be glad to get them to your house or meet you at a restaurant, something like that. Uh, but he's here. And on Friday, we have, we're going to make this sound, well, no, it's going to, I'm going to make it sound just as it is. Posh. Posh. Yeah. Uh, A river cruise with Stephen and Debbie. We're just asking you to cut $10. Uh, Two o'clock and 41 minutes after two o'clock, 2.41 on Friday afternoon. Meet us at the Fort Delaware State Park in Delaware City, and uh, we've arranged to to, uh, to to have a take a boat ride. Uh, the captain of the boat is a member of our church, uh, Linda Haran's husband, and so he'll be captaining us uh, up up and down the the uh, yeah up and down the Delaware River to see some sights. But Stephen and Debbie will be there, and have an opportunity just to visit with them a little bit. If you're interested in doing that, uh, you can just show up. Uh, yeah, there's a limited number, but but we'll, we'll have a boat full. It'll be a good time. I met. I was supposed to mention that earlier during the announcements. I forgot, but you know, I always have enough find an opportunity to say what needs to be said. If there's no room in the boat, they can walk on water. Behind. If there's exactly, if there's no room in the boat, they can walk on water behind. Yes. And uh, catch up. Yeah. Catch to up. us, the spiritual ones. Yeah. We'll be in the boat. Well. 
Yeah, we will. I will be in the boat. Yeah. I haven't figured out how to walk on water yet. Only when there's stepping stones underneath. Yeah. That's a good way. Okay. I'm going to get off the platform now and let Stephen carry over. God bless. Stephen, open your hearts. Let's listen to what God has to say through us through Stephen. Good morning to you all. For those uh, online who are listening uh, and catching up back home in England, um, I will be on the boat on Friday, but I will not be there to enjoy myself. Um, I, I will be... I will be ministering uh, to whoever wishes to sit next to me. So please don't think that I'm over here to enjoy myself. I'm, I'm just here suffering for the Lord. <coughs> and yeah, good. Good. Pastor Roger mentioned um, uh, about... Uh, giving towards our, our support. I, I'm very, very grateful for him to, to mention that. I greatly appreciate it. And so what, why do we need support? Because the churches back in the UK, in the north of the UK, where we've been called to serve, there are less than 2% of Christian. Less than 2%. It is resplendent in every town and village with Methodist churches going way back, some back to Wesleyan times. There's blue plaques all over the north of the UK where the Wesleys preached and taught and had their meetings in farms, villages. Most of those churches, however, are now homes. They're residential premises. They've been converted and less than 2% now attend church. It's immensely hard, it's immensely difficult. And so I will call a church or a church will call me and they'll say, well, whereabouts are you? And I'll say, well, I'm in Preston, I'm just about 40 miles northwest of Manchester. And they will say, oh, we'd love to have you, brother, but we can't afford to bring you. And I says, I don't charge. There's no fee. And they say, well, yeah, but, you know, we, we want to cover your expenses. I said, well, I don't have any expenses. And they say, well, that's stupid. You must have expenses. How are you going to get here? And I said, well, okay. Well, your you petrol or your diesel, for me, it's a diesel car. Do you have, is it diesel over here? Huh? You have diesel? Um, if it's cheaper here, I'll take some back. Cause it's <laughs> and, you know, they say, we, we can't afford to pay you diesel. What I want to be able to say, what Debbie and I want to be able to say, is simply this. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> Don't worry. Be happy. Because through the support of other brothers and sisters in Christ, our ministry is able to... (coughs) Sneeze. Excuse me. Our Abe is able to proceed and progress without hindrance. 
We want to be able to go around and visit these churches of very small numbers and say to them, God still loves you. I want to be able to go around to churches and meet with the pastor. And I want to meet with pastors in an area as we have coffee together and just say to them, God loves you guys. Let me just encourage you about how greater things than these shall you do. Now, in America, in America, 50 years ago, 90% of the population said that they attended church. In 2020, the latest poll that we have available to us, it was 62%. So you're going down the tubes. I trust the ministry this morning, which is going to be 17 minutes and 34 seconds, (laughs) is going to encourage you and bless you to do greater things than these. Greater things. Why? Because he is able and so are you. How am I able? Well, you can do greater things simply because God is the one who empowers and impacts your heart and your life. No, he doesn't. What do you mean? Well, because I I just attend. I just come. Friend, if you just come and you attend and you sit and you join in the song worship and you join in with everything that's going on, but you do not take Christ back with you to your home and what you are at home is totally different to what you are here, then this morning there's an opportunity for you to come and pray with me and say, Lord, I don't want to live a double life. I want to know what it is to do greater things than these. I want to know what it is. And Jesus got himself into all kinds of trouble. Let me just read the scriptures to you. In Matthew 12, at about that time, Jesus was walking through some grain fields on the Sabbath and his disciples were hungry. So they began breaking off some heads of grain and eating them. But some Pharisees saw them do it and protested. Look, your disciples are breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus said to them, Have you not read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God and there broke the law by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. Haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priests on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath? I tell you, there is one here who is even greater than the temple but you would not have condemned my innocent disciples if you knew the meaning of the scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So how do we fulfill the hopes and dreams and loving of a loving Saviour? to do greater things. Some say this is spoken chiefly and only to the disciples. You will do greater things than these. 
But if it's only given to the disciples, then you and I are not involved in bringing souls to Christ. We are not involved in praying for those who are sick and seeing them being healthy again. We are not involved in seeing miracles. Let me tell you, those days are still with us. We can do it if you pray for them. Sabbath day is a Sabbath rest. What do I mean? When Jesus said it is finished, he made Sabbath day for you and I a day of rest. So stop trying to work your way to the heaven. God has already done it through Christ. Come on, wake up. Are you with me? This this part is. Pastor Vaughan, can you go sit over this side? And we, we are reconciled with him. If we say, Jesus, I need you in my heart, I need you in my life, I want to do greater things. I am not content with the life that I have. I'm not content with the life I have at home, at work, at play. I need my life to be the same, not only just on a Sabbath, but every single day. Why? Because Christ is Lord of the Sabbath. Therefore, if I have Christ, I enjoy Sabbath rest every single day. And I enjoy Sabbath blessing every single day. In other words, I enjoy the presence of God in my heart and in my life every single day. In the temple, in the tabernacle, they had to go in and only into the Holy of Holies once a year. And only the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies. And even that dude put a a rope around him so that if he got into trouble, they could yank him out. But at Calvary, my dear friend, the curtain was ripped in two. And we are able to walk in, in triumph, in victory, into the holiest of holy and cry, Abba Father, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, you're mine. Jesus, you're my saviour. Or Jesus, be my saviour. You know the story I tell often back home is of the pastor's wife that walked in the church carrying a sleeping bag and and, and, and pushing a daybed and the children were following behind with heavy suitcases and they walked into the church and they made their way forward and the dad, the husband, the pastor was up here preaching teaching and he saw them come in and he saw them coming, walking down and taking a seat here and he said, kids, what are you doing? My love, what are you doing? She says, we've decided to move into the church. What? We've decided to move into the church. What do you mean? Because you're a lot better to live with in the church than you are at home. (laughs) Is your life different in here than it is tomorrow morning? You're never going to do greater things without that consistency in Christ. 
You're never going to do greater things without consistency in Christ. It goes on then in verses 40, 41, 42. And it says this. People are asking for a sign. And there may be those amongst us here this morning that say, well, give us a sign. Let me tell you, let, 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 let me give you a sign right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, please tell me yes or no. I mean, be, <laughs> just, just be honest. If you don't want one, just say, I don't want one. All right? It's okay. Give me a sign. Why? Why are each of you here this morning? Why? Why, are, why in there? Heavens, are you here this morning? You surely haven't come to see me. You never knew I was here. What do you mean, amen? <laughs> you, 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 why are you here? Let me tell you why you're here. You're here this morning because a parent prayed for you. You're here this morning because a pastor prayed for you. You're here this morning because somebody somewhere prayed for you. God heard. God answered. And you are here. Why? Because the saving power of the Holy Spirit came into your heart, came into your life, and you said yes to God. Now, if you are here this morning simply because it's the place to be on a Sunday morning, if you are here this morning... That guy's put on a lot of weight since I last saw him. I could put eyes on that, couldn't I? If you are here this morning, if you are here this morning, And you're not here because you know that somebody prayed for you. You're surrounded by a crowd of witnesses. You're surrounded by a crowd of witnesses that say, sorry brother, sister, but you're wrong. Why are you struggling? Why are you being like this? Don't be fearful. We all have worries. We all have fears. We all have disappointments. Christ said, it is Come unto me, all ye who are weak and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest from what? Rest from whatever you need. Why? Because he is Lord of the Sabbath. And the Sabbath rest is yours 24-7, 365 days of the year. We only have 364 days of the year in the UK because we don't have a 4th of July. (laughs) And so in 40 and 41, it says this. It says that, give us a sign. And they they said, you have had a sign. For example, the sign of Jonah. As Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days, three nights, so shall the Son of Man be in the belly of the earth three days and three nights. Jonah was then resurrected. He had a resurrection experience and he went to Nineveh, the capital of the Assyrian Empire, great in power, but great in their debauchery. 
and he witnessed to them and the whole of Nineveh repented and the whole city became God-fearers. Jesus spent three days, three nights in the belly of the earth and up from the grave, oh I love it, up from the grave he arose with a mighty triumph for his foes. He arose a victor from the dark domain and he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose, hallelujah, Christ arose. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's get back to it. And so, I've got six minutes. And so what happens? What happens? Let, let me tell you. Just think this through today. I wanted to suggest to you that if you don't have a dead Jonah, you don't have a dead Jesus. What? In the same way that Jonah was in the belly of the whale, Jesus was in the ground. And up from the grave of the sea, Jonah came and did greater things in Nineveh than he'd ever been. Friend, you've got to have a grave experience. You've got to have an experience where you say, Lord, I'm willing to die to self, to Satan, to sin. Lord, I'm willing this morning, this day, to come to you. I'm willing just to come and kneel here. But people are going to wonder why. People, it's nothing to do with people. It's to do with my soul and my relationship with Christ. I'm a different person. I'm a new man. I'm a new woman. And Jesus, when he rose, he did greater things. How did he do greater things? When he rose from the grave, did Jerusalem believe? No. Even his disciples forsook him and fled. And the people there in the town, they just persecuted him to the point that, of course, he was crucified and resurrected. But he did greater things. How did he do, do, do? How did he do, do? How did he do greater things? He did greater things because he didn't win Jerusalem for Christ. He won the whole world for Christ. His redemption covers the planet. His redemption touches the world. His redemption touches all nations. The other night, I had the privilege with your pastor to go along with others to uh, the uh, International uh, Christian Fellowship, we'll call it. And, uh, and I had the opportunity with Pastor Roger to sit with a guy for over an hour and talk to him at his request about the gospel. Wow! Now, that is amazing, but let me tell you what's more amazing is that he was from Kazakhstan. I think that's just north of Washington. <laughs> Kazakhstan! I'm never, ever, ever going to get the opportunity to preach to somebody else from Kazakhstan. Listen, link in the chain. He's going to go back to Kazakhstan. PhD student he was. PhD. I got my DD. 
divinely delivered. That's all I have. I'm just saved by grace. I'm just divinely delivered. I'm just a child of God. I just want to talk about Jesus. I just want to lift the burdens, not by my own self, but by the blessing and the power of God. Greater things than these shall you do. And you are able to do greater things than you have ever thought. But I've never seen answers to prayer. Have you prayed? But I've never seen people healed. Have you prayed for healing? I've never seen people come to Christ. Have you ever invited them? Is there any reason why you can't accept Christ right now? Well, I've got this problem, that problem, and the other problem. I've got this and that and this and that and the other. Huh. They're all good reasons why you should come to Christ right now. Is that okay? Come on. Let's accept Christ. Finally, He is the cornerstone. Greater things. He is the builder. And so are you. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What does that mean? That you are on the winning side. I've read the end of the book. We win. We win. And so listen folks. You have... The sinners and the saints. Irreconcilable. Sinners and saints. Christ is the cornerstone that bridges the gap between sinner and saint and reconciles us into Christ. In Yorkshire we have got dry stone walls where there are two little walls built up to about four or five foot high And they're only about this far apart, filled with rubble, and then the cornerstone, the capstone rather, is placed on the top. And it reunites, it unites the Old Testament with the New. It reunites the temple with the presence of Christ. Because you and I are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You and I are now reconciled through Christ the cornerstone back to God. And let me just finish by referring to my notes. Greater things, because we worship him in spirit and in truth in the church, yes, but outside the church, the temple we worship in the street, in the shop and workplace, for we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. You get it? This is mission control. This is where we are based to receive the marching orders of God. This is where we get the blessings of God to march forward unto victory. This is where we get the power of God to go and do greater things and know the peace and the blessing of the love of the Lord. Jesus is greater. Why? Because through the temple, although the temple was built with precision, Christ is the express image of God. 
it contained the Ark of the Covenant, but him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And listen, we are complete in him. Do you get it? We are complete in him. I wonder if you're ready to respond this morning. But I wonder if you're ready just to think, oh, hey, it's gone on one minute, 18 seconds too long. Dinner's spoiling. We're complete in him. We can do greater things by being Christ to our community. We can share the testimony of salvation by grace. Jesus died for his church. Are you willing to live for it? If you are, I invite you just to come and join me here at the front. Just come. What's going to happen? Jesus is going to meet with us here and he's going to just remind you that you are accepted in Christ. So as the worship team leaders, please come and join me as we pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Let us magnify the Lord through our lives. In Jesus I pray. Amen. Will you stand with us this morning? Maybe you just want to stand where you are and worship. Maybe you want to come to the front, kneel and pray. Maybe you want someone to pray with you at a prayer station. This morning we have folks that can pray with you and minister to your needs. Jesus, we just want to be with you. I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry. I just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. And I'm Take me back.
so that we can do greater things. Lord, we thank you for the call today to come to the house of God, not just to be here, to to put in time, but to come to the house of God to be encouraged, to be strengthened for what you've called us to do. So God, today, as your Holy Spirit continues to move among us, pray that your strength would rise up in us, that you would confirm callings in this place today, that you would confirm callings to to different ministries in the church today, so that we can see greater things happen in our time, in your name. We're going to continue to worship here for a little bit. When you need to go, you can go. The front is still open. If you want to come and pray, there are folks at the prayer stations. Again, there are folks available online. If you need someone to pray with you, God bless you. 
don't leave today or don't sign off today, if you have a prayer need, until somebody prays.